Uh, sorry about that. I had to blow my nose. Got that Rona. Just kidding. It's allergies. <clears throat> so she would have this online internet boyfriend. And he, I guess he was a very rich pedophile. But he wasn't like, to me, he was the age that I am now. And as a 15 year old, like, somebody who's like, in their late 20s seems pretty fucking old. So, you know, I, I made some Hugh Hefner jokes. Um, through this whole thing, I will say that I was a total fucking bitch. Um, not only had I previously knocked this girl out in the face, um, becoming the original One Punch Man, um, but I would also make fun of her at length because she would wear a slutty fursuit, um, which to me was hilarious. Um, and also to everyone else, it is also very hilarious. Um, so she, she was a bit of a skank. Um, she would sleep around with a lot of guys, um, in order to get things. I think, like, one guy let her borrow his car for, like, a week or something because she gave him a blowjob. Um, and, you know, internet guy, like, he would buy her expensive fucking stuff. Like, she would come in and, you know, back in 2009, this actually meant something. But she had a motherfucking iPhone. She had an iPad. Like, she had the fucking unlimited data cell phone plan. Like, this bitch was lit. Like, she had a lot of motherfucking money. And granted, none of it was hers. It was all her, like, late 20s internet boyfriend who totally was not a pedophile. Um, and the thing that really came to a head, and also might have almost gotten me arrested, um, and I was investigated by the police for this, uh, situation, um, to which I think they probably were trying hard not to laugh at my narrations, um, uh, but essentially, uh, internet guy, um, I believe he was from Wyoming or Wisconsin, like, he was from, like, some fucking, like, nowhere flyover state, um, and this motherfucker decided that he wanted to meet Jackie. I'm not joking. And to describe this man, Jackie would always call, because, you know, this was the age of fucking Twilight, she would call him her Edward Cullen because he was blonde and had brown eyes. And that was literally the only fucking resemblance, because this man looked like he ate the entire fucking vampire family. He was very, very large. Um, he was a large man. He was what the kids call morbidly obese. And, uh, that was definitely part of the jokes I made. I'm like, girl, he's gonna suffocate you with his fat. Um, so we were basically mortal fucking enemies. Um, but I was excited for this. Um, I would make jokes to her all the time. I'd be like, Chris Hansen is gonna show up at the airport, like, with this fucking guy. Um... I said, you're gonna be on Dateline missing people, like, this guy's gonna wear you like a fucking skin suit. <laughs> like, I would make the worst jokes about that situation. And, like, literally all of those jokes were not really all that funny looking back, because quite frankly, he probably could have raped and murdered her, um, because she was essentially meeting a guy in his late 20s with an obsession with furries who would buy her expensive things. And she didn't fucking tell anybody, obviously, um, because age of consent in New York is actually 17, but she was 16. But this guy was like, you know, it's, it's close enough. Like, but, like, there's, there's 10 years of dip, but it should be fine. Um, and this girl's parents obviously did not fucking care. Um, they honestly gave, like, zero fucks with supervising this bitch, which is probably why she, uh, got away with wearing a goddamn fursuit. Um.
So what happened is that we had a mutual friend. And apparently, as Jackie was supposed to meet this guy, he was coming to a local, very expensive hotel that had, like, a pool and shit in it. And I happened to own a video camera. And this is the part where I could have gotten arrested. Um, so Nikki um, said, she's like, okay, let's have a temporary truce with Jackie because you own a video camera. And I'm like, okay, well, why? She's like, oh, well, Jackie's really excited. She wants somebody to video record their first meeting. And I'm like... No. And she's like, well, we're going to, you know, this fancy hotel, they have a pool, like, you can use their pass to use the pool. And I'm like, okay. <clears throat> so I get out my fucking camcorder. I get out, I actually put on a suit for this, because I actually thought I was planning on going to this fucked up little rendezvous. <laughs> so I put on a suit. And I got, like, this fucking fake microphone because obviously, like, a 2000 Sony, Sony camcorder doesn't need an actual external microphone um, because it's, like, a fucking point-and-shoot video recorder. Um, but basically, I was ready to go full fucking Chris Hansen. I prepared my lines. I was gonna tell him to take a seat over there. Like, I was fucking hyped for this. And Nikki also had a car, so, like, Nikki was like, you know, I'll come to your house, you know, um, I can pick you up, we can ride to the hotel, uh, we're gonna meet up with Jackie, and then he's gonna be arriving later in the night, uh, make sure you, your video camera is charged, and, like, don't worry about that, it's totally charged. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, the day comes, and, you know, fucking obese Edward fucking Cullen over here is supposedly in Albany. However... Um, uh, there's a problem. Apparently, um, a few days before that, somebody found out. I did not spill the beans on this. I would never have spilled the fucking beans on this. I was excited for this disaster to happen. Um, but somebody spilled the motherfucking beans. So, uh, this guy, uh, never made it off the plane. Uh, fucking Edward Cullen over here, um, he was actually, um, before the plane even disembarked, the New York State Police boarded the plane, put his ass in handcuffs, and took him off of the plane before any of the other passengers could get off. Like, this motherfucker didn't even make it into the airport. So, um, <clears throat> this was not good. Um, shit, this ended up on the local news, um, and my mom was, uh, sort of, like, took me aside, she's like, you know, I spent, I know you spent a lot of time on the internet, like, some girl in your town, um, a guy tried to meet up with her from the internet, I'm like, oh, I know about that, I was gonna go to, uh, meet him, and I brought my video camera and everything, and my mom was fucking pissed, so, uh, she calls some over her cop friends, and they have to take a statement from me about what I knew about this situation and, uh, why I didn't say anything. And basically, I tried to tell the police officers that I was going to impersonate Chris Hansen as a comedic routine in order to make fun of this girl I didn't like. Um, which, by the way, <laughs> does not sound good to anybody. So I have, you know, like, literal cops. So I'm like a 16-year-old girl, and this is a very serious situation. 
Um, like, looking back as an adult, I'm actually fucking horrified by this entire thing. Like, it's really fucking insidious how this creep just sort of, like, completely, like, bribed this underage girl with fucking iPhones and shit. Um, like, definitely as an adult looking back. I understand the seriousness of the situation, but as a kid, I thought this was hilarious. Like, I thought this girl was the dumbest fucking dumbass fucking bitch, and I would make fun of her for it all the time. Um, even afterwards, I still made fun of her. I mean, how can you not? Granted, I was a bit of an asshole, um, and I kind of had, like, this I'm better than everyone else attitude because my dad died when I was 14, so, like, anytime anyone would suffer about anything, like, my dad broke, my dad... Like, every time someone would be like, my boyfriend broke up with me, I'd be like, oh, wow, that's really sad, my dad died. Wow, it must be so- <laughs> Like, I would just fucking pull that out whenever I could. Um, because I was a terrible human being. Um. <clears throat> so, basically, this was on the news. And me being, you know, just the biggest fucking asshole- <laughs> Um, the local news station did have a website, and so I trolled the comment section of their website, like, posting pictures of her in the furry costume. <laughs> as well as writing down, like, all the things that she would say in order to brag about this, and I'm like, this girl's a fucking dumbass, like, she's not a victim. <laughs> yeah, not, not a great look, okay? Um, so the local news station actually no longer has a report of this on their website, they had to take it down because I kept trolling them. Um... This guy, I believe, was held in the local county jail for a few months until he was extradited to his other state and basically given a restraining order. So I don't think he served, like, any actual prison time um, for what he did, but he definitely, like, the police harassed it. Like, the police made this man's life a living hell, thank goodness. Um, and obviously, you know, like retrospectively, I understand that this was a very serious situation, and that <clears throat> obviously the way I treated this girl was probably pretty wrong. Granted, she was always really fucking mean to me, and would always say shit, and try to rile me up, and then act like the victim every time I just knocked her out. Um, which only happened once, because it only needed to happen once. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, the outcome of that is, uh, she was actually pulled out of school for a few months, apparently. Um, I don't know what happened. She probably got sent to, like, some sort of, like, fucking, like, teen camp or a sl I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, she continued to wear, like, the slutty fursuit and do all, like, the weird furry stuff. But she never really talked about that guy again. Um, they, they ended up never meeting in person. Um, this girl's parents met him and threatened to kill him. Um, but other than that, like, they, they never met. He only ever met her parents. Though I did hear through the grapevine that apparently, like, I guess like a few years after he graduated from high school, apparently they did finally meet up. So, um, apparently they remained friends after this whole fucking ordeal happened. Like, he just never, like, did anything sexual with her again, I guess. Um, like, he never asked for nudes or anything again, but apparently they were still pals after this whole fucking pedophilia ordeal. Um... So yeah, that was the time in which, uh, as a 15-year-old girl, I tried to be Chris Hansen. Did it work out? No. But, uh, I look back at that memory, um, 
was a point in time in which I was such a terrible human being that it was actually kind of funny. <laughs> it was definitely some, like, it's always sunny bullshit where, like, everyone's just a fucking asshole. Even the person who understands the badness of the situation is still being a bitch about it. Um, yeah. So that was a short little story about how I became 15-year-old girl version of Chris Hansen. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, have a good one. Hey there, everybody. Um, all zero people listening to this. Um, this is episode number two. I am taking a handy-dandy little, um, peruse back to, um, I forgot what year in high school. I think maybe it was, like, it wasn't the last year, but the second to last, or maybe before that. I'm not sure. But in any case, I was actually listening to some podcasts about the um, furry community and the um, rampant pedophilia in there. And that um, actually reminded me of an own encounter that I had with furries and pedophilia as a high schooler. And um, I was not involved in any of that shit. Um, I actually thought it was kind of funny. Um but what happened is that apparently, as a teenager, I really wanted to be Chris Hansen. Like, when I was younger, um, Chris Hansen was, like, one of my favorite um, people. I, um, as a kid, I've seen, like, every fucking episode of To Catch a Predator. Like, I was a really big, hardcore stand for Chris Hansen. Um, I actually still am a stand for Chris Hansen. Like, I know he's fucked up some things with his YouTube account, but you know what? I still stand by the guy, so he's boomering a little bit, but you know what? He's a boomer. He's doing his best. Um, but yeah, so my relationship with this girl actually started in middle school. Um, we had a similar, like, friend group, um, but her and I were actually, um, enemies. And I'm just not even bothering using fake names, because she has a pretty normal name. It's, it's Jackie. Her name is fucking Jackie. How many fucking Jackies are there in the world? Like, a fucking million. Um, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so Jackie, um, straight up fucking hated. She hated me. Um, and pretty much, like, all through middle school, like, I did, I stopped growing in, like, 10th, not fucking 10th grade. What is it? 5th grade? Like, I was 10 years old when I stopped growing, so, like, I'm sitting here, 28 years old. I'm, like, 4 foot 9, um, and I've been 4 9 forever. <laughs> so, like, this bitch, like, she's fucking tall. She's a very big, I wouldn't say that she was chubby, but she was big. Like, she was a lot bigger than me. And, uh, she really, really, really liked Naruto. Um, I will say the thing about in middle school is that there kind of was, like, a click between, like, the fucking nerdy kids who liked Naruto and Inuyasha versus the other nerdy kids that really fucking liked Yu-Gi-Oh. And guess what? I fucking loved Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, still do. Um, so essentially this girl had it fucking out for me. Um, and she was a furry. Um, I think, like, it was either, like, this was before the pedophile thing, by the way. Um, she really, really liked Naruto, and she always said that, like, she could beat me up in martial arts because after she learned that I do have my legit black belt in Taekwondo, um, 
she essentially said that she wanted to like fight me and that I didn't know real martial arts because I wouldn't watch Naruto. Um, bad move. Um, so she kept saying like, oh, fight me, you're so small, you're so weak, I can wipe the floor with you. So eventually I'm like, okay, I'll fight you. Here's a time, meet me in the park, I will fight you. Hand-to-hand -hand -hand combat, let's see. Because I was getting real fucking tired of this bitch. So I meet her in the park. And, uh... I basically just sucker punched her once in the jaw and knocked her the fuck out. <laughs> that was the fight. Between me and the fucking Naruto bitch. Um, I'm making some tea, so excuse me. Um, so essentially what happened is I, n I basically just cold cocked this motherfucker. And after that, she never really spoke to me again. Uh, she never really threatened me again. Um, probably because I kicked her fucking ass. Um, unsurprisingly because I actually have a background in martial arts. And she just watched a bunch of fucking anime. Um, so, lesson for that one. Watching anime will not make you a good fighter. <laughs> However, um, spending, you know... Eight years studying Taekwondo will make you a good fighter. So, uh, you know, shout out to, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Pai, um, Taekwondo instructor, five foot two guy from Korea, uh, taught me how to kick ass despite being short. Bless him. Anyway, so later on, this girl fucking Jackie, um, we took a lot of, like, art classes together. Like, we were both in, um, it was like a two-year class for like the, the last half of high school. I think it was like something like seminar art or something like that. But basically it was like people who were really good at art. So basically it was like, it was basically like the AP like gifted class, but for people who weren't very smart. So all they could do was draw really good. Um, so that's what we were both in. So I actually had a lot of classes with this stuff. Um, and don't worry, it's okay if I call her a slut, because, let me tell you, bitch was a slut. Um, so, Jackie um, got was really into, like, furries and fursuits and the fur community, and would talk about it at length. And she actually um, had a fursuit, but she called it her sexy fursuit, in that it wasn't, like, a typical fursuit where it covers you head to toe. Um, it was basically just, like, gigantic, like, oven mitts, but, like, paws... Um, and then, like, covers for the feet, like, oven bits for your feet, and then, like, the weird fursuit head, and, like, for the rest of the outfit, she wore, like, a crop top and a miniskirt. So, I guess, like, the, ex so basically it was, like, a fursuit, but, like, the part that would cover, you know, your noodles, um, wouldn't be there, so, like, she could be in a fursuit but also have her titties out, um... <laughs> Which, by the way, I was not the only person to make fun of her for this. I just want to fucking exonerate myself right now. I was not the only person that made fun of her. And quite frankly, I don't think I'm the only person who would. So, fucking fight me. I did nothing wrong. Look, you can't see somebody walk into your fucking high school at 6am in a fursuit and then say that you're badly dressed because you wear gothic lolita. Excuse me, bitch, I might be wearing a pair of pocket hoops, but at least my titties ain't out. 
Um, and obviously, like, the school administrators and stuff didn't really know what to say to her because, well, they told her that she couldn't wear, like, the fucking, like, fursuit, like, wolf head thing. Um, apparently, um, they didn't really have any rules in school dress codes against fursuits. Um, probably because I never fucking thought that they would have to. Um, so essentially, they're like, well, the wolf head thing is kind of like a hat, and you're not supposed to wear a hat, so you can't wear that. But she would wear the fucking oven mitts. Um, apparently, she was able to use a pencil with those things, so I guess kudos um, for being able to have, like, fucking manual dexterity while wearing, like, a goddamn fuzzy oven mitt. Um... Sorry about that. It's tea time. Anyway, um, so this fucking bitch, like, she would brag a lot. Um, we did have mutual friends, though it was generally decided that her and I were mortal fucking enemies. Um, so people, like, if they were having a get-together, they would not invite the both of us to the same get-together. <laughs> They'd be like, no, we can't invite her to the same occasion. No, they're like, seriously, the last time those two were any place outside of school, one of them got knocked the fuck out. Um... <laughs> And it wasn't the short one. Um, so, essentially, like, I will admit that in high school, I did dress like a fucking Ponzi douchebag. Like, I totally went all out with, like, the Rococo bullshit. Um, still love Rococo era, but I did make pocket hoops, and I did wear them on a regular basis. And no, they could not fit through a standard door. Guess I had to walk in sideways. Um... So, you know, like, the two of us, like, it was kind of like a rivalry between, like, the two weirdly dressed bitches. Like, that was, you know, there was, like, you know, the furry girl with the fucking oven mitts and the tits. And the person that kind of looked like Marie Antoinette, but spooky. <laughs> um, so, you know, there was, like, a bit of, like, a rivalry between us. But it really came to a head, um... When, uh, Jackie, the fursuit bitch, um, she started getting popular in the online furry community. Um, essentially what happened is, uh, she got an internet boyfriend who happened to be 27 years old. And she would brag about this at length. Please excuse me. 